Radical life support. We're back again in the studios. Today I'm just going to turn the mic over to Robin and let her rock. Rock and Robin. Yeah. Let's make theme today. Rock and Robin. Rock and Robin. Yeah. People oftentimes say, you know, what's your guys' names? And we say it's Rick and Robin, you know, and they go, oh, R&R. And I'm like, whatever. R&R sounds weird to me. I mean, if you're going to remember Rick and Robin, think of Rock and Robin. Rock and Robin. Rock and Robin. Robin. There's a song in there somewhere. We should try to write a song called Rock and Robin. Rock and Robin? Ah, that would be great. I like the title. (laughs) (laughs) I think so. Robin, just share what's on your heart this morning. Yes, I would love to. I've been thinking about my... I had an injury to my back a while ago. I'm sorry. So I was thinking about that whole story and how it happened. Were you lifted? I did lots of different things in my back. I was injuring my back and not really realizing it. My back would hurt after I did maybe cutting the grass or some kind of activity. Then I noticed the pain started going down my derriere, I guess you can say. And I ignored it, just Mm -hmm. thought it was pain, pushed through the pain. Then it would go down my leg and just not realizing, kind of being ignorant that I was continually injuring my back. You could say gluteus maximus. Oh, okay. Yes. Right. So your gluteus, right? My gluteus. Maximus. So I remember a time, and this is back in 1997, I cut the grass and I was pushing it up the hill. And when I was done, my back hurt just like it normally did. And my first husband and I, we lived in Washington State and we had a waterbed. And I got a cramp in my leg that night and that had happened to me before. So usually when I get, I would get up out of bed and walk it out. So that night I got the cramp in my right leg. And I got out of bed, and when I went to step on that leg, oh, shooting pain. Mm. I'm like, whoa, that was that was a lot. So I kind of hopped over to the foot of the bed and went to step on it again. And that time, the pain was so intense, I passed out. And I probably shouted out and woke my first husband up. I don't know how long I was out. I don't know if it was just a couple seconds or ten seconds. I'm not sure. But when I woke up, I was... I basically felt like I was paralyzed because I couldn't move. Even just the slightest little move of my body caused so much pain. Eventually, we found out he had to, like, carry me, and I couldn't sit. I could only, like, lay in this one position where it was tolerable. So I never actually laid in a waterbed again. We had to get, get rid of it from that day forward. I was laying in my son's bed. He had a bunk bed, and I was at the bottom. It was just a flat, regular mattress, and he ended up sleeping on the top, and I slept on the bottom, and I was in this one position for 24 hours, and there was this calendar on the wall. I remember looking at the calendar thinking, what date is it? I just entered my back. What date is it? And I remember in calculating it back, it was exactly one year to when I had rededicated my life to the Lord for the year prior. Right. I had decided a year earlier that I was going to follow God no matter what. And I had made dedications of my life to the Lord before, but they never really stuck. But this one did. I mean, I was sincerely, deeply, I'm all in for you, God. And I just didn't think it was a coincidence that exactly one year later, I hurt my back on the anniversary of that decision. So what happened with my back was eventually after a couple of days, they had to take me to the doctor and they did give me some coating, which didn't help at all. It didn't touch the pain. 
getting to the doctor was so painful. We were in the car, and I mean, I couldn't even sit in the car. I'm moaning and groaning. It's horrible. He had to practically carry me into the office. And the doctor didn't know what to do, so he sent me to a physical therapist he had there. And I thought that was a little odd, but sure, I'll, I'll go to this physical therapist. She put me on this table. I laid on my stomach, and she elevated the lower half of my body. It was a table that raised up, so my back was curved on my stomach, and I laid there for an hour. What she told me happened is that one of the little cushiony things between my discs was inflamed and if you curve your back it forces the disc to go back into place because it when it was inflamed it pushed out and was touching the nerve and that was causing me the pain so with an hour of laying like that I walked out of the office practically pain-free it was incredible but when you know I moved my back again the pain would come back so I would get back into that position and I laid in that position you know I was like out. I couldn't drive. I couldn't do anything. I couldn't go to work. But it healed in about a four-month time. And when I went back to work, I had to stand because sitting always caused the pain to come back. Right. One residual that I had from this pain, and as I'm thinking about it, I'm going to call it, when you wound yourself, yeah. you get a scar. And you always see that scar. But the wound is healed. Right, yes. But there was a residual effect to how I injured my back is I have partial feeling in my leg. I don't have pain at all now, but I have partial feeling in my leg and I get this like nodding in my foot. And if I don't sit upright or sit in the right position, that nodding in my foot gets more intense. It doesn't hurt, but it's really uncomfortable. And every time I get that knot in my foot, I know I'm not sitting right. So if anybody ever sees me and I look like I'm trying to sit up proper, I'm doing that to adjust my back. Right. What I'm leading to is here, whenever I have to sit up straight and whenever I get that nodding in my foot or whenever I notice that I could scratch a side of my leg and I don't really feel it, I think about that time when I hurt my back and I think about God and I think about how it happened on that one year anniversary. Right. So if this happened 22 years ago. And every time I think about my leg and my back, I think about God. I have many times over the 22 years actually thanked God yes. for that. That reminder. Because it's a constant reminder of Him. Right. So at one point, we've been around a lot of people who talk about healing. And I thought, I'm going to pray for healing for that. So I did. And I'm just believing He will heal it. Now, what I think of when you share this is in a... Odd sort of way, it's sort of like a communion. Oh, you know yeah. how communion uh, is? Yeah. Communion, when we think of taking communion, the bread and the wine, one of the lines in there, one of the purposes of it is do this in remembrance. in remembrance of me. God knew that we were good at forgetting. He just knew. He just knew that we'd become really good at forgetting mm-hmm. pretty important things. As I hear you share the story, which, you know, here we are. We've been married now for over seven years. Yeah. You'd think after seven years, you're like, I've heard every story. And in the case of me sharing, you probably think, well, I've heard every story, like, a lot. I've, yeah, I've heard that one. There, here it comes, you yeah. know, 999 times I've heard that one. But I think as you share this story, I mean, I knew about an injury. Yes. I knew about the pain. You know, I know about your getting up in the middle of the night and walking it out. Mm-hmm. I, I know all about that. In my mind, I'm thinking, I've never heard this part of the story. No, because I just recalled it this morning. Okay. You, you believe that. You probably haven't told 
this in the last seven years? No, not to okay. you, because I, I haven't thought about it, actually. And I started thinking about it because we had been discussing recently a possibility of fixing right. the day. I thought to myself, do I want my story with God? Right. This is a God story. Yes. Do I want the story to end in a medical procedure? Right. And I'm thinking, no. Okay. I really don't want the story to end in a medical procedure. I want it to end that he'll heal me in a way where I can tell another God story. I feel like if I'm healed through a medical procedure, yeah, I know God works for doctors, but it won't be like a God story. Yeah. It's like a scar is how I thought about it. It's a residual effect of my injury. Yes. But that scar is a reminder. Jesus had scars. And they were reminders, too. I don't know if I want to get rid of this reminder or this communion, as you're right. describing it now, right. with God, unless he wants to take it away in such a fashion right. that I could add to the story someday yes. and say, God did it this You way. just have no idea how happy I am to hear you say that you have never told this part of the story before. Because for a moment there, I'm thinking, you know, the guy thing, you know, where you get accused of not being oh, remembering real it. good listeners, yeah. you know, and thinking to myself, because, you know, when a, when a woman says to a guy, you're not listening to me, are you? And, and we think this is a really weird way to start a conversation. <laughs> so I, I really needed a, a snare hit right there, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like that. So I want God to heal me. Yes. And right. Lord, heal it in a way where you're glorified. So oftentimes when I pray for somebody who needs a healing, they want a touch from God. It's like they've already made up their mind while I'm praying for them that the time is not going to be now. That, I mean, even though I'm praying, believing, asking God for that miraculous, that right now I'm asking him, God, mm-hmm. right now I ask you, Jesus, as I lay hands on this person, I believe that you can take this pain away now. I'm believing you can remove this virus right now. And they've they've already either prefaced my prayer or they add to my prayer at the end. They'll say, well, in God's timing or not now or I guess someday. And I'm like, whoa, let's believe for now. So lately when I've been praying, I've been saying, now listen, when I get done praying, here's what we're going to do. We're just going to end the prayer with praise to God, thankfulness for what he's done, for what he's doing thankfulness. Let's move on and then talk no more about what we've just prayed for. So you can say with 100% clarity, I am healed. Right. Because it's like I'm praying faith and then immediately when I'm done praying, comes anti-faith. Mm-hmm. And I just like, oh, I can just feel it. Well, you know, the examples in the Bible, Jesus, when the disciples went in, they oftentimes had to empty the room. They had to remove the faithless. Mm. They had to remove those of little faith. The Bible talks about four types of faith. There's great faith, there's medium faith, there's little faith, and there's no faith. So today, as we bring this episode to a close, we just want people to know that we believe that God is in the healing business. He's in the restoration, healing, making all things new business. We want you all to know that that's what we believe and that that's how we would like to pray for you. So if you ever need someone to pray for you, reach out to somebody who's got that prayer of faith. Ask for the faithful to pray for you and to believe with you for this miraculous thing to happen in your life. Again, today, here we are in the studios, and Robin has shared with us another episode of her Radical 